Hey there, leader. Today, today is September 15th, and today on Leadership Lost and Found, we're going to be talking about gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you. Okay, so as usual, we're going to talk about this day in history. And in this day in history, the Mayflower set sail for America in 1622. The Pilgrims. Where they eventually found Plymouth, Massachusetts. After 41 men, including William Bradford and Miles Standish, signed the Mayflower Compact. Mm. And imagine the gratitude that those individuals must have had and no longer be living under the tyranny of King yeah. George. I assume it was a George. Almost all of them are George. Or to not have to be sitting on a boat pooping in a bucket. <laughs> or like, pooping off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> better. I need your poop knife. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so. As usual, Randy, we'll ignore that question and, or that and move on. Um, let's let's frame this up. What are, what are we, how are we going to start this? Well, it's all about gratitude, everybody. So as a leader, you have to have an attitude of gratitude because there's going to be days that stink to high heaven. And if you have an attitude of gratitude, you as a leader can better navigate those things and not get lost in the temporary loss that is before you and be able to empower your teams, but first and foremost yourself, to not get stuck going down the toilet bowl. So if I'm going to I'm gonna slice and dice that, not using your poop knife, but something else. <laughs> Which um, is a great story, by the way. We're going to put a link to <laughs> no, that. We're, we're going to put a link to that story. No, we're not, no, yes, we're not. we are. We're going to put a I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a comment. I have the therapist because yeah. of this. Um, so there is gratitude for oneself. Yeah. And then there are the internal, and then there's the external gratitude, the gratitude you express to others. Yeah. Okay. And then I think we should separate those two because I think they're they're equally important but worthy of the distinction. Yeah. So let's talk about the gratitude of self first, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's a big part of it. Those of you who've, who've read about emotional intelligence, you know I talk a lot about it. But there are two parts to emotional intelligence similar to this. Part is knowing and regulating your own emotions. And then the second part, well, that's internal. External is influencing the emotions of others. Gratitude for self is part of that regulation of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Understand yourself better to be able to level set. And here's the thing that I know Randy's going to say it as soon as I'm done, is being able to reframe your narrative, to change your perspective and story. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we play the records in our mind, right? The false narrative of my life sucks, this sucks, that sucks, right? I, I can't stand it when my BMW doesn't turn as fast as I want it to. <laughs> yeah, our, our first world problems. But an attitude of gratitude or thankfulness. Oh, wait, frozen, unfrozen caveman lore. Sometimes, Your Honor, I, I want to jump out of my BMW and run for the hills. <laughs> Those of you who remember that, that great Phil Hartman, that's late right, great from Phil Hartman, SNL. Yes. Now we have to put that image on the on the oh yeah yeah, yeah for, for the that's for the podcast the link for that goes in the comment section like your 1974 uh, uh, a spirit Pontiac a spirit from, oh yeah from, right. from, uh, from, right, right. from from uh, from Rockford Files from Rockford Files yeah <laughs> but an attitude of gratitude, of thankfulness, you know, this whole thing, like, and you know, the old saying too, count your blessings. What does right? that mean? An attitude of gratitude and thankfulness for what? For where you are and for what you have at any, think about it at any given moment, no matter how crappy your life is, you could be, look back and say, well, thankful that I have this nice apartment. 
Thankful that I have this nice car. Thankful that I get a good paycheck. Thankful that this dog loves me no matter how crappy I right. am to him, right? There's an old joke. Put your, your spouse and your dog in the trunk of your car for an hour and open it. See who's happy to see <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know, I had a, a friend, and he, he was, at the time, he was older than me, and his you know he, health wasn't great. And I'd say, Hi, how you doing today? And he'd go, thankful I'm six, you know, not six feet under. Yeah, and and I used to think, oh my God, that's awfully dark. Yeah, in retrospect, he was thankful to be alive. Now he said it in a dark way, right? Right. But he was great, grateful just to be able to have a day. Right. Well, there's a scene, and we were soldiers, right? Uh, oh yeah. Phil, Mel Gibson and a few other uh, actors. Sam Elliott. But Sam Elliott. Yeah. Mel Gibson. That's right. Sure. Sorry. Whatever. But Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott was the grumpy old sergeant major, and there's a there's a, a you know a younger sergeant who. You know, it's like a great day, isn't it? Sergeant Major goes, "How do you know what kind of day it is, right?" Because he hadn't, he didn't know, and and you think the sergeant major's grumpy, but then later on in the in the movie, that sergeant survives some very harrowing things, and the sergeant major looks at him and says, "Today's a good day." Yeah, yeah right. So he had seen bad days, right? Being thankful for that. So, what happens to a leader, and we're specifically talking about leaders, but to a person? When they express gratitude to themselves, it changes your inner narrative. That that bad records that's that's flowing right. Your inner peace, your inner narrative matters a lot because it impacts everything externally to you. You might not think so. You think you hide it well. We don't. We I don't. think I hide it well. I don't. We don't. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you, if if you have that inner monologue, even if you don't necessarily believe it, just saying that in your mind is a move in the right direction that will create a swell that will eventually impact your attitude. Yeah. And it's eventually going to impact your circumstances too and come out. There is something to that. It yeah. is It is not a placebo effect. It is true. It's going to help you. You know, I always, and I've quoted it multiple times, but the um, that Disney, uh, remember the Titans, mm. where the uh, player says attitude reflects leadership, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say everybody, everybody want to build a stone, snowman or something. <laughs> no, but that too reflects <laughs> leadership. Yeah. And if you're, if you as a, as an individual are expressing gratitude to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to have this position. I'm lucky to have these people that work so hard. I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, you know, still breathing air. It, it changes, like you said, the narrative, but also it enables you. It turns you into something else, right? Yeah, it grounds you. It, it, it really does ground you and, and makes you a, a happier person, so a how, more positive person. How do I do this? So, oh, excuse me, Randy. I'm your new mentee, Charlie. I want to express <laughs> gratitude. How do I do it? Well, first and foremost, you can't get other people to see gratitude if you can't. So it starts with uh, Nobody you. wants to play with a Charlie no, in the box. Exactly. Well, that's an inner monologue coming out, right? <laughs> right? It's like, you know what? I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone Stuart it. Stuart Smalley like had it going yeah, on. Yeah. Gosh darn it. But the combination of leadership and gratitude is very powerful. And when you as a leader can be grateful, yeah. thankful in your personal life, Pick something. There is something in your life that you can be thankful for. You don't have to be a Scrooge all day long. And that's the other thing. It, this isn't just a holiday season thing. This is yeah, an all-season thing. But isn't this hippie stuff? No. Oh, oh. I mean, I, and I'm I'm playing devil's advocate because oh, okay. you know I believe. Yeah, yeah. But, the, you know, there are... Oh, hippies, right. hippies were in the 70s. For those of you that don't know what that is, 
Those were sometime after I was born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, you hear people talk about, oh, I keep a gratitude journal and mm-hmm. things like that. And there's, and I, and I, it, it ticks me off a little bit. But there's a little bit of a negative connotation to it, depending on your upbringing. Of, oh, I would never do something like, I, you know, I wouldn't keep a journal, much less a gratitude journal, or anything like that. And I think it's, that may not be the way you choose to do it, but the act of doing it changes you. Yeah. And it creates a positive force. Do it however you have to. It, it can be prayer. It can be a gratitude journal. Exactly. It can be just in traffic going, okay, at every red light, I'm going to think of something I'm thankful for, right? Yep. And that's one, it. One little thing, one step at a time. Because here's the thing. If you do that, your ability to pivot in stressful situations suddenly goes way up. So that's that's the key here, dear leader, yeah. as you like to say, yeah. which is we're trying to make us all better leaders. So yes, you practice gratitude and your perspective change. Yay me. But there's a capability multiplier available to you. Mm-hmm. And there's one in a crisis or not even a crisis in just a decision-making moment or more importantly, in an influence-making moment. Mm-hmm. You can wield more, and I'm going to use the term deliberately, power in that situation mm-hmm. through the through being grateful as a foundation. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it works. Well, and when you're in a crappy situation, it allows you to sit back um, and recalibrate and be able to think of a new outcome, a possible outcome. Because when things are bad, well, just like you. So so you're in the middle of a security incident sitting here. Trying, <laughs> your phone's going crazy. He has both phones on the desk. They're going, bzz, 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 bzz. And he's got to check them, right? So, so you're in the middle of a stressful situation, right? And... And in the midst of that, if you lose your head and you're having a down day and your toilet bowl is flushing in your head, what are you going to do as a leader? You're going to take all your people right down that toilet bowl yes, with you. you are. You're going to take that situation Attitude down the toilet. Flex leadership. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, two things come to mind. First is uh, we did a, a previous podcast with a guy named Kevin Wilson, and I can I can hear Kevin in my head often. Uh, usually because he's standing behind me he's whispering. A good, he's things. a good-looking fella. He's short, but but he's a good-looking fella. <laughs> no comment because he knows how to kill people. Um, Not too short, Kevin. Kevin, Not too Kevin short. will say while we're standing there, you know, we're working on something. It's an incident or something or you know, burglary or something like that. And Kevin will look at me and go, you know, much harder ways of making a living. Yeah. And I, and I, I shake my head with appreciation every time he says that, going – you are absolutely right. Great perspective, right? In my yeah. head. And it helps me reframe. Like, I'm not caught in a toilet bowl. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm standing outside looking, being great. This just is a little bit of a setback that we're going to be fine. Yeah. I was stressed out going back to military days. We were in the box, which was in Hohenfels, Germany. It's mock combat. You're there. You're getting your butt kicked by the op four. And it's just miserable because lack of sleep, lack of food. They always blow up, blow up the logistics stuff. So, so you're just you're hungry, you're tired, you're sleepy, and you're still trying to get stuff done. And I was at my wits' end, and I had been moved into a, a squad leader position because everybody had died right <laughs> above me. Right, so <laughs> well, there I am. Feels, I guess you're yeah, getting yeah. promoted. And Sergeant Murphy, Sergeant Murphy, I loved him to death. He was the platoon leader at that time. I'm stressing out and, and I'm trying to figure out what, where we're going to go and what we're going to do next. And Sergeant Murphy walks up and I'm like, he's going to ask me, you know, what my plan is. And I honestly don't know. And he goes, hey, Fields. And I said, yeah. He goes, you want a charm? 
and he held, hold your hand. Charms were uh, were in the MREs. They're basically a lifesaver. So it was like, you want a lifesaver? Like that. <laughs> it like, it, it, exactly, right yes, there. It immediately broke all the tension. I laughed, but you know what happened? I put my head back down. Plan came to me like that. Yeah. Because broke, broke I, the stress cycle. It did, because him as a leader came in and just totally took all the stress away. And, and there's an important word there. The reason we're talking about gratitude is not necessarily because we think you have to be a more thankful person or something like that. Gratitude. No, wait, you do. As a per, you, you do need to be a more thankful person if you want to be more effective in your life and as yeah, a leader. Yes. So we are saying that. Uh, we are saying that, but there's a there's a layer on top of that, whatever you want to call it, is that gratitude is the 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 opposite of stress. Yes. Using gratitude, and it's a chemical brain imbalance. Yeah. By saying grateful things, it creates positive thoughts that combat stress. I think it's cortisol or something like that that gets dumped into your brain that makes your thinking narrow, your cognition narrow. Yeah. I mean, that stress is supposed to be the fight or flight, right? Right. And that's when I need to focus on this, you know, knife blade, saber-toothed tiger, whatever's coming at me from an evolutionary perspective. And now I'm ready to go. But we don't have any saber-toothed tigers to fight. So no. we just sit there going, no. uh, uh, uh. this breaks that cortisol. I think it's cortisol. I can't remember the chemical. The yeah. chemical cycle that is created through stress, that stress cycle that burns us all out. This is one of those ways to do it. Well, and that's rewiring too. Yes. As you're rewiring your brain, it takes, you know, two weeks and suddenly you've got a new neural pathway and you can be more positive. Yeah. So the whole thing is gratitude journal, whether you're doing it at every other stoplight on your long drive to work, whatever it is, right? Stopping and saying, I'm going to say one thing or think of one thing I'm thankful for so that you can practice it. And I, I worked an incident now? years ago. <laughs> years ago. Um, another uh, number of people, maybe a couple of people who listen to this, not my mom because she doesn't work incidents, um, will remember this. But I remember being thankful. There was one guy, um, we'll call him... Harry. Kramer. We'll oh. call him Kramer. Okay. Um, Kramer worked his tail off, and there was a lot of stress. And I remember, you know, and he needed a little bit of backing up and, and redirection. But by and large, that guy, he was a buzzsaw. He's a wood chipper when it came to stuff. And I remember walking out of a meeting going, "Thank, I am so thankful Kramer's here. Yeah. So thankful. And, I, and it gave me a moment because it was one of the most stressful moments of my life, right? Professionally. Yeah. yeah. And it gave me a little bit of breathing room, right? And then, of course, Wilson walked by and said something like, you know, there are harder ways of making a living. And then right. <laughs> it went by. But it allowed me to reframe. Well, that levity and gratitude gets you through the day. And the thing is, if you're practicing that gratitude internally, you'll be able to show it to others. And when you do that, magic happens. I did that today on Teams. I said, we, you know are what? Are we switching to external now? Huh? Oh, yeah. Let's switch. Yeah, 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 external. Yeah. So I was on Teams today and, and just there are a couple people. And you know what? I decided to, I've not done it yet. I've got it in my draft inbox. I'm going to send an email to all of the project managers in our organization to thank them for driving us. Right. And one, to reinforce those that are. We'll make sure to hold off on the publication of this until yeah, you do yeah, it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> encourage others who are. But I had two of the project managers like, Randy, hey, where's that thing? Where's that? And I'm like, my first thing was, uh, but I'm like. My life sucks. No. I can't believe he's asking me. No, but I'm like, thank goodness he and she, it's two of them, yeah. uh, Andreas and Zamira, uh, thank goodness they are where they are because they're driving me and I need that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So from an external perspective, 
So you you practice gratitude for yourself and your situation. Now practicing gratitude with others is an important step as a leader. You know we've talked about motivation, mm-hmm. and motivation is is three things. And anybody who's had to listen, been forced to listen to me, autonomy, mastery, and engagement, right? And autonomy and mastery are things. Engagement is a critical piece, right? Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a third of it, and. That gratitude creates a sense of engagement. There's somebody who gives a crap about me. My efforts were appreciated. Somebody noticed, yeah. right? There's a psychological hook there. There is. It's so important. And I, and I don't want it to seem like we're saying, dear, you know, dear leaders, go hack your employees by saying thank you. That's not it. But yeah, it is a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> bit. Like, like I'll tell you, I, I, I I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll brag a little bit. I get a lot of loyalty out of the people I lead, and it's not because I cater to them. No. It's because I'm real to them, yeah. you know? And and I and you can express disappointment. I, and I do. But on the other hand, when you express gratitude, it carries a lot of weight. Exactly. Right? It's legit. Yes. Like, uh, when is the last time you said this? Thank you for escalating that to me. Now, Never. Usually, I shoot my. Yeah, right. All my messengers are dead. <laughs> you come here. Give me your finger. Yeah. How many times have you done it? Only yeah. twice, sir. Only <laughs> twice. Yeah. No, but but when is the last time you've been thankful to an employee or a direct report for escalating something to you? Now, if it was the right thing to escalate, they 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 knew it wasn't something they were responsible for, and they knew it was a four alarm fire, but they didn't know how to stop it. That's the right thing to escalate. Right. Hey. Good job doing that. That's the right thing to do. We're going to go get it solved. Right? And you're, you're reinforcing a good behavior, a strong behavior that, again, creates that engagement. Right. And it, it doesn't, when you see good, reinforce the good. Because we're so, we're just like, ah, oh, that's what I expected you to do. Right. Yeah. And it's like, get, good get job out of here. Good job earning your paycheck. Yeah, you lame jerk. Get out of yeah. here. Right. But again, going back to our social revolution podcast, this next generation That's of people what they care about. They need it. They need it more than we ever did. Well, we needed it too, right? And but getting but we back didn't to get that so, yeah, getting back <laughs> to that social revolution doesn't mean they're flawed. You know, a lot of times my parents thought we were weak, right? That there's nothing to You're us, right, blah, blah, right. blah. And you and I sit here going, they need reinforcement. Oh my God, rolling yeah. our eyes. Yeah. That's a generational thing. And leader, you got to get past it. I was a jerk. No. Yeah. No, I... Is this the I, 80s? No, no. Yeah. No, I looked at... The, by the way, my, my older kids, I've got a pretty significant gap in my kids, right? My wife and I have been married 30 years, and we had, we've got a pretty good span, you know, uh, of, of children. So the kids that I parented 15 years ago are not the kids I'm parenting now, right? I, I am parenting differently, and they are different. Um, and the same thing's true in our leadership as we develop, as we grow, yeah. right? We're going to lead differently and we're going to learn. And what I had said, this next generation was crap, right? Oof. I looked at the generation behind me, the millennials, yep. and disparaged them. You mean those lazy good for nothing? No, no. Those people <laughs> that genuinely care, care about the 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 underserved and like like the yes. lost causes, it's like they generally care about that, right? And, and I now have a full appreciation for millennials. I really like Generation Y because there's so much like Z, but or X, sorry. Yeah, uh, but but uh, but anyway, I I looked poorly on the millennials, and I was wrong for that. 
And now I appreciate and am grateful for them because of the strengths their generation brings. And you know what changed in me? I was grateful for the strengths that they bought versus what I saw as, ah, it's it's like everybody gets a trophy. You got to be coddled. And it's like, no, they need encouragement differently than we did. Yeah. And it is interesting that that derision that I've done it, my father did it, and you've done it, that we brought on other generations because they're different. Yeah. Worthless. That is such wasted energy. And when it comes to that emotional intelligence I was talking about, the external influencing emotions of others, saying that shite will influence emotions of others. It will. And it isn't for the positive. It will. So back to gratitude. Yeah. The gratitude, though, the, the influence that it brings in your life that in lives of others is significant. Start with yourself and it can spread to others. And that in and of itself, leader, is going to expand your influence because people will notice that that you appreciate things. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to take that one step further, which is when you're dealing with a peer and you see them not expressing gratitude, don't be afraid to recommend it. Mm-hmm. You should, you know, look at, you know, Manager X and go, Manager X, it'd be really cool if you leaned in and said, so-and-so, nice job. I, I talk with my current team, my current directs, and I say, is there anybody I need to thank for a job well done? As a matter of fact, it's at the end of every one of our That's staff great. meetings. Who do I need to single out for a job well done? And they'll get an email from me, or, or, or I'll stop by and shake hands or do whatever it is. Because it's important. They need to know. And that's important if you're the leader of multi-levels like like you are, Jim, when there are significant other layers of management belief beneath you. If you're a leader and you have a second layer of managers beneath you, have people beneath them, you're going to that double layer beneath you or even deeper to do that very thing legitimately, not yeah. just, you know, play. Hey, thanks people. for coming in today, Bob. Right, right. No. But, but when something good happens or they do something that took courage to do matters so much because then they think he noticed me she noticed me they care they care and getting us back to the social revolution exactly and we do care so thank you millennials thank you generation y amazing how we bring things full circles like we plan it almost almost and we did this in one cut so that, and it's uh, 22 minutes in. Oh, now, my so, God. Are we yeah, done? We are done. So, dear leader, I hope you're thankful. I hope you say thank you to yourself. No, and no. Your... Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jim. <laughs> I'm thankful for my friend, Jim. I hope you're thankful for your friends, too. Especially Ran- the ones named Jim. <laughs> That's right. I'm Randy Fields. I'm Jim Desmond. And you guys be thankful and keep, keep leading. leading.